Good day, good day, good day. This is another episode, uh, hopefully thrilling and caffeinated <laughs> episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. I'm um, Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, how was your Fourth of July? It was really good. We barbecued. 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 It's awesome. Burgers, brats. We did ribs and chicken Pork. legs. Oh, it was fun. really good. And the fire. And the fire. Yeah. So I bought this cowboy charcoal. It's like oh. lump charcoal. Does it have spurs on it or something? <laughs> it's like it's like charcoal that looks like sticks and branches and and logs, little logs. Oh. And it burns really, really hot. Is it natural or do they form it? That no, way? it's it's natural. So there's no chemicals like in the briquettes. But right. it burns oh, hot. Correct. Yeah. So my brother, uh, my brother Dylan. He was actually making his own charcoal and everything. In the sense, you take wood and you burn it down. It's and like then you certain. Like smother it. Right, right. And then you can. Right. And so it's not. There's no additives or anything. Right. So we did the chicken legs and cool. the ribs. Did you and it's like, oh. do the ribs in the oven first and then put them on the grill? Or I just, did, yeah. Yeah. So we cooked them for about, I don't know, five hours in the oven. Part of the strategy. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So it was really good. How about you? Yeah. Well, it was funny because, so it was a good weekend. It was, uh, yeah, just a lot of things. But I went down on to my family's house on 4th of July, and it was funny. You know, they said, oh, well, this, there's just going to be a couple of us, and we'll just do hot dogs <laughs> and hamburgers, and, you know, just be kind of low-key and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it was low-key, but it was more than just us. <laughs> it was like 12 people. Wow. And then, so my brother Dylan is, uh, is a pretty good cook, um, just a lot of different things. He built this meat smoker. Oh, wow. And everything. Calls it the meat factory. <laughs> Where did he build it out of? Uh, so he was into welding, all kinds of things. His his hobby is collecting hobbies. Um, oh. <laughs> so he just likes doing different things. But he cut this huge, big metal container in half and then, like, welded another smaller container on the back of it, put legs on it. Oh, wow. And so he actually does a wood fire smoker. Yeah, so he did that, but just some other things. But he, we ended up having, and then my dad um, does... Uh, fries and fried things so we got like the king cooker with the peanut oil oh wow. so he did he did his famous fries and uh so it's not hot dog hot dogs and hamburgers it was fries and onion rings oh, and wow. uh mushrooms like um breaded uh, mushrooms breaded mushrooms Ooh. and then dylan made uh smash burgers which is like little, two little thin patties that you smash out put cheese on it and, uh-huh. and then uh, like philly cheesesteak and <laughs> Does he have a flat top? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we got a flat top grill. I wanted to get one of those. They pretty, looked really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. He's he's done a lot of good things with it. He'll wow. send me he'll send me pictures of the breakfast he's making on, <laughs> on a Saturday or Sunday morning. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But that and fireworks, you know. We were sitting back around the fire in the fire pit area, mm-hmm. and the neighbors had some really quality fireworks. I couldn't believe what they were shooting off. Some people invest. There were several people. It was like, no matter where you looked, there was those, you know, you could hear the and then it would. It's one competition you don't necessarily want to be a part of, but you can enjoy. Yeah, from because... far away. <laughs> all, these, all these competitions between backyards. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So they had to spend a fortune on them. I don't know. I know. But it was good. Yeah, Fourth very, of July. Very relaxing. Indeed. Uh, speaking of thrilling and, uh, I don't know, flying things, I guess. <laughs> so, 
I went, uh, finally saw Top Gun the other day, uh, the new, the second uh, installment. I just watched the first one over again. Yeah. How was the second one? Uh, it was pretty good, so it's worth the hype. Uh, yeah, it's been in the it's been been in the theater for probably a month already, and wow. it's still. I went to Diamond Center, and it's still like they have showtimes all day. Were there a lot of people there? Uh, not a ton, but there was a I mean decent amount, probably fifteen people. Oh, that's good. Which I mean, sometimes you can go in, depending yeah, depending on the, the movie. <laughs> depending on the movie, like nowadays, you can get a whole theater yourself, yeah. basically. But they have the nice recline, you know, seats and everything. No, it was really good. I did watch. I did rewatch the first one a couple weeks ago, just to kind of. It had been a while, just to get the get the get the details. Get the, yeah, but uh, it was it was really good. You gotta you gotta go see it. Very good. I'm looking forward to it. That's on the list of summer things to do. Mm-hmm. So does Goose show back up again? Or uh... well, you're gonna have to go see it. Oh. You're gonna have to. I don't want to spoil anything. Kind of hoping it's like Obi Wan and Luke. <laughs> you know, rely on the Force. Indeed. Um, yeah, so it was a good movie. It just, you know, all the all the plane scenes and the fight scenes just in the theater. It's pretty awesome. But but there, I was thinking of the podcast today and there was one there was one scene that kind of struck my struck my imagination was the scene where so and this really isn't I'm not going to get give anything away, but you can imagine, you know, Maverick uh, is, is called back to Top Gun, you know, for uh, for a, for a mission. And so this part of the movie, he's he's training the pilots uh, who are mm-hmm. going to fly this fly this seemingly impossible mission, and so you know he's not used to you know he's used to being in the in the, in the pilot seat right, mm-hmm. not not as the teacher, so he's a little uncomfortable. But so but they have to fly through this area where there's very specific parameters, right? So they can't fly over a certain level, but they can't fly under a certain level. So it's just it's a very difficult mission, and. It's just this. It's it's for like two minutes. There's this sequence where you know they're out, they're out training, and, and they're they're back in the in the in the drawing room. They're out training, and they're back in the drawing room. And you know the team is obviously they're the best of the best. You know they're they're in Top Gun Academy, but they're not perfect. You know they they they're still making mistakes in this training sequence. You know some are going too fast, some are going too slow, and they have to do it under a certain time. You know and all these things, but. One of the things Maverick kept saying was, "Okay, so what happened there, guys? Okay, so what happened there? Okay, so what happened there?" So he's like getting them to think about, "Okay, what was the mistake? What was the thing I could have done? What led me to do what I did?" And uh, it's kind of like this 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 play action kind of replay mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So, and it kind of reminded me too of like you know sports teams. You know they're constantly you know, they're out on the field and everything, but one of the important things they do is they is they watch, you know, they watch film. They watch themselves, you know, out on the field, but they watch other teams too because it's it's one thing to know the right thing to do. That's another thing to actually, you know, do the right thing, especially when things are un- unfolding around you so so quickly. Yeah. So, ever have any have any watch any at live action reels uh, of yourself? You know, not of me. Well, I guess we did with homilies. I was gonna say, yeah. You know, and it's like <laughs> with with COVID. Uh, well... Now that we're all now that we're all recorded, you can actually look back at yourself. Probably could have done that better. <laughs> what I find interesting about what you just said about how um, Tom Cruise's character—he's now older, right? You know, and so instead of being in the pilot seat, now he's in the director seat, right? And for being a maverick. He's telling people, and he never did very well at 
at following the parameters. He always there was always something went above the parameter, below the parameter, um, buzz the tower. But now he's telling people they have to live within the rules. Right. Which I think is a huge shift in mm-hmm. his character. And I think that happens to all of us. You know, we're all mavericks at one time or another, but mm-hmm. the older you get, hopefully the wiser you get, and you can see where having those parameters to fly in is really important. Yeah. Actually, talking about this reminds me of, in seminary, we would uh, one of our classes would be homiletics. So... And, you know, to learn, to learn how to preach and everything. And, and for a time, you would have to record yourself. Uh, now we're used to doing it because of COVID. But it was kind of, it's, it's always a kind of a weird thing watching yourself doing something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we can be our worst critiques, yep. you know, at, at different times. At least speaking for myself, you know, we can be hardest on, our, on, on ourselves and not keep the context of, like, there's something really good happening here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I, I kind of remember that. And I think it's easy when you... especially if you're critiquing somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, I was at the the baseball game for Mm -hmm. eight-year-olds yesterday, and the older guy behind me must have been an ex-coach, and all he was doing was critiquing everything on the field. You know, it's easy to be out there critiquing other people. When you're outside of things. Somebody hit him a foul ball, and he went to reach it and, like, fell over in his chair. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, for being an old grumpy guy who's telling everybody else what to do, you're not doing so well yourself. <laughs> I right. really wanted to turn around and say something. And I just thought, just leave it the, go. The things that aggravate us about other people more than likely are the things, things that, that we're actually going on in our own lives that yep. we don't realize. And that's why they're making us aver- aggravated, mm-hmm. right? That's why one of the priests in the seminary would, would talk about that. Uh, and it annoyed, even him suggesting that even annoyed some guys. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, yeah, no, it's it's true. So, you know, life is messy, right? And and to say, you know, the, the mission that they were getting ready for in Top Gun was not an easy one, right? Seemingly impossible, but they're trying to, to really prepare for it as best they can. Uh, and along the way, they're making mistakes. But the mistakes, okay, they, they do have consequences and, and they do matter. But what was the point? What was the important part is that they were looking back, they were reflecting, they were... Um, discovering, okay, well, why did that? Why, why was that mistake made? And kind of related to our conversation on life stages, uh, and not nece- it's not necessarily a matter of like where you're at, but are you open to growth? Mm-hmm. Where you're at, you know, what's our, the next step of growth in our life? I think one way to approach growth is we have to look back, and we we do have to look at our lives, uh, the victories, but also the mistakes, and and do a little film review and to do a little bit of okay what what led me here why did i do this and i think that is helpful for the future so just by asking the question what went wrong here or what went right, right here right the next time you're in a situation that kicks in well last time this didn't go so well when i did it this way right <laughs> you know let me try it this way when it when it worked the last time yeah you so, you learn things about yourself mm-hmm. i mean you learn um, okay, this is my trigger, you know, of, of this, like, when when, I, when someone aggravates me in this way, like, I'm going to respond in this way, or hold on to, you know, resentment. Even just noticing, like, resentment in our lives can be a, a big way of, of attacking resentment and, and, and inviting God's grace into those places so we don't, so that resentment doesn't lead us to, you know, other sins and mistreating people and uh, 
uh, mistreating ourselves and and just different things. Have you ever had that moment where somebody pushes your buttons and after what after the whole thing is over, you go, "Why did that like irk me the way that it did, or why did mm-hmm. I respond to that so unusually?" You know, like normally I wouldn't do. Th- that response but today yeah it was the response and why yeah um, and we're just we're, not, we're never the same every day it's mm-hmm. not like we are the same but we're at a different place you know every day you know life is a journey and yeah our energy levels might be might be different um mm-hmm. we may be living in grace and we may not be i mean the reality of sin is that when we when we are complicit when we say yes to sin it does change us in a very real way and the more that we close ourselves off to grace, um, insofar as we're not really open, and we, we are choosing some sinful things, be it small things, you know, it does kind of open ourselves up to, like, okay, if I sin in this way, I may also sin in this way, because my, I'm already kind of aggravated here, mm-hmm. so I'm going to, it's going to affect, it's, it's never just by itself. It affects other things, too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's good to it's good to look back. So I think it's what I wanted to talk about t- uh, today: the importance of looking back uh, in the Christian life, because we we do have a mission, right? We're not here just existing; uh, we're here living for something and purpose, namely uh, sainthood, right? Becoming saints and, and and being with God in heaven for all eternity, and becoming a saint and being with God in heaven for all eternity is not something that's simply going to just magically happen. Um, you know, it's 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 a journey. You know, Jesus' own life was was not easy. That he went to the cross. He well, he extended himself in in many ways throughout his life to be loving to people, and and then ultimately gave his life upon the cross, uh, died for us, rose from the dead, and and because of that we have salvation. That wasn't just an easy thing. <laughs> that just didn't just magically happen. No, right. You know, when I, when I'm watching football and I'm. I just like to watch it. I don't like to analyze it and do all the things that a lot of mm-hmm. folks do. But when a quarterback throws an interception, if it was me, I think I would have focused the next three plays on why did I screw up like that? Yeah. You know, but they have this ability to let go of that last play and reset for the next play. Right. Um, and I think there's there's a difference between uh, looking at the coulda, shoulda, wouldas and getting stuck in that feedback loop right. of I shoulda, I shoulda, coulda, whatever. Um, and then the other part would be examining what went wrong and then moving forward. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it's good. It reminds me of a phrase. Don't should on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's S-H-O-U-L-D. Yeah. Don't, don't should on yourself, right? Yeah, because we have to live in, we have to live in reality, right? Uh, and reality is where we're at right now. Yes, we we make mistakes, but if we if we constantly foc- focus on, you know, what we did wrong or didn't do wrong, you know, we can't be hyper about it. And <laughs> maybe in a way of saying, like, we can't be crazy about our mistakes. We need to acknowledge them, um, but also be able to move on. And I think this is where, you know, it's not easy for us to look at our mistakes and and why is that? You know, this might be this conversation might be bringing up a lot of things. For people, it might be you know maybe for some very tangible cons- um, decisions that we've made in our lives, some small, maybe some not so small. And it's important to I think the first step is in noticing okay what is going on within me even in even in thinking about that mistake, right? Like what what's happening? What do I feel? And 
if there's a sense of sadness or uh, or guilt or even more shame, you know, it's it's good to acknowledge those those things. And there's an important distinction I just want to share. I, I share this in confession a lot when I'm talking with people, you know, about their sins that they're bringing. That there's a real difference between guilt uh, and shame. That, in a way of saying, guilt it, it says I did something bad. Shame says I am bad because I did this thing. And it might be a small distinction, but I think it's really important because I think sometimes when we don't want to look at our past and we don't want to look at our mistakes, we're looking at them with shame, you know, in a sense of like, it, it hits us. We allow it to hit us very, very deeply. Not that we shouldn't feel remorse for, mm-hmm. a, for a mistake uh, or for a sin, but I think we we look at it maybe without a sense of God's mercy or a sense of like there's something bigger going on happening and 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 that shame can kind of keep us away and can can uh, the shame keeps us away from God and kind of keep us sad about that thing um and as the phrase would go guilt is from God insofar as guilt does move us away from sin it does move us away it does help us to move away from what's hurting us but shame is from Satan because shame is ultimately a lie. Like, we are not bad. We are created good. We are created in the image and likeness of God. But we are good people who make mistakes, <laughs> who do sin. And and there's a real difference, I think. And and not not listening to shame can help us to be in the moment and to, to move forward, learn that lesson, uh, ex- invite God's grace into our life so that we can then... Um, with his with his grace, ultimately in the day, because it's not just our own, you know, mm-hmm. making it happen ourselves, that we can, that we can then grow, and then we can actually then choose what is virtuous and and good. So I think that's, I think it's a big obstacle, you mm-hmm. know, to be able to to first notice, but then but then overcome. Absolutely. So. One of my favorite stories is the prodigal son. Yeah. You know where the son takes the father's inheritance that he was going to give his son after the father dies, mm-hmm. goes and spends it, ends up being in a place where he's got no money, no friends, because the friends drew a lot, because the money drew a lot of friends. Um, and he finally figures out it's better to go back and work for my dad than it is to sit out here and, and be all alone. So he goes back home and the father welcomes him. My favorite line from that is... The father's line where it says, while he was a long way off, the father sees him coming. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the father goes out and runs to him. There's this giant party. Mm -hmm. The older brother gets upset because the younger brother got a party and the older brother's been working all the time. My question is, like, what happened the morning after the party? Yeah. You know, did the younger brother then go to time out for a couple of days or did he have to go to counseling to figure out why he just spent all the <laughs> well, did the money? Yeah, did the father say anything else? <laughs> you know, certainly his immediate posture and the posture he, he always holds for the son is love, mm-hmm. right? Is I'm going to, you're not defined simply by the, by your mistakes, right. by, by your sins, even though I'm going to acknowledge them. But so was the acknowledgement at some point, like, you know, what do we learn here? <laughs> you know, it was there kind of like a, a maverick replay moment, right? Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never really thought about that. 
Yeah, and I, I think having kids that has always been one of those moments where how do how do we help our kids look at the situation, reset it, and move on? Right. You know, and sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it's hard. Yeah. So depending on whatever the situation is, but it doesn't stop our love for the kids that we right. have. Right. Yeah, I mean to be able to help teach them that. To, to be reflective and to not be, be afraid to be reflective. And even just to say quickly, kind of side note, I mean, it's very hard for us to be reflective, you know, in our culture today because we are just so on the go. We are mm-hmm. so like, do we, I mean, so do we even take the time that we have the time to be able to think about our lives, you know, and reflect upon what happened today? What happened this week? What happened? Like, you know, so, cause we're, we're so busy and there's, there's so much noise and it's for as good as it is to go to the movies uh, and and be entertained and everything. It's like how much, even just evaluate how much are we doing that, and do we have any time to reflect? You know, first and foremost. That's what I like about night prayer, is it kind of yeah. asks that we look back over the day mm-hmm. and see how things went. You know, and what could we have done better? Yeah. Um, or where did God show up in places we didn't expect God to be? Yeah, yeah, doing um, the doing the examine prayer too mm-hmm. would be another. We did we did episodes on both of those. So if mm-hmm. you want, I think we did one on the liturgy of the hours and then one on the examine. Um, so right. yeah, that's that's a good. It's just a good thing to do, um, of of looking at our lives, and to not be afraid of that. So so do we have the time? You know, what is our what is our posture towards those things? Um, and then I think I think importantly, do we have do we have someone in our life? that we can share with, you know, do we have uh, a maverick? Do we have a, you know, whether they're older than us or not, isn't, you know, necessary, but do we have in our, someone in our lives that can help us kind of replay, uh, go over the, go over the playbook and go over the film and, and to see like, okay, someone we could be transparent with that this person isn't necessarily gonna, I mean, they're not going to yell at us and they're not going to, necessarily try to fix us they Mm -hmm. might have some they might have some perspective and wisdom you know to share but it's just someone we can share with you know someone we can open up with i think that's just really important essentially do we have a friend that we can really share with Mm -hmm. and maybe uh maybe that person's our spouse you know ideally that would be someone we can we can walk and share and journey with but it doesn't necessarily have to be i mean we can have another friend in our life that's Mm -hmm. important should make sure that we're, whatever we're sharing, you know, is appropriate. Is appropriate. Is yeah. appropriate with them, and isn't something we're holding, you know, from our spouse too. I think that would be important. But do we have do we have those things in place so that we can that we can even look back? And if you don't, maybe it's a good time to ask God to direct you to the right person to right. be that reflective right. person. Right, could be someone you call like on the that phone. Mirror to reflect what what they're seeing. Right. So. Right. Yeah, it could be just it could be in person, could be on the phone. Someone mm-hmm. you haven't talked to uh, in, a, in a long while. Someone like, and that's why people come in to see priests a lot. I mean, they certainly they have struggles and they are they're looking advice. But a lot of times, and even good counselors will tell you this. <laughs> like, a lot of people they they kind of know what the issue is already or what they need what the answer is more mm-hmm. or less. I mean, certainly people do need guidance, but. They just need to talk it out. They just need to get it out of themselves and verbalize it with somebody else. Yeah, and and that's a that's a big part of therapy. So maybe to say, you know, a person we need to talk to is a therapist or is a counselor. You know, that's not a bad thing. That's a very good thing that we could 
go to someone who is trained to help us with our mistakes, especially if we're making the same mistakes, you know, even with review, mm-hmm. you know, um, when we have habits of, of, of things to be able to break those and to have, to have freedom, we do need someone you know, that's qualified. So, mm-hmm. and somebody can see from the outside, right? Well, we can't see from the inside. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Yeah. So a little bit on uh, top gun, uh, shame and growth uh, and all those things and and growing by looking back. So hope you enjoyed this episode. And if this brought anything up for you, um, certainly just want to say don't be afraid uh, that God doesn't ultimately define us um, by our mistakes, but by his love for us. But at the same time, he does want us to grow. <laughs> he does want us to grow in his grace and, and grow in holiness. And, um, and that's why we're here to, to do that, not just as individuals, but as a community and, and as a church. So, so hopefully we can reach out to someone today and share our journey with them. So, Absolutely. All right. All right. Let's pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Good and gracious God, we praise you uh, for the gift of this day, the gift of our lives, uh, the gift of um, the life of growth and, and of holiness you have led us on. We know we have uh, been a people who have made mistakes and, and sinned against you, and we repent of the, the many ways we have done that. But also today we um, look at ourselves with your eyes, uh, with eyes of, uh, of love and of, of mercy. We ask you to be with us and strengthen our, our resolve to, to grow uh, in holiness in our lives, to grow towards you, to move away from sin, and the courage to, to share our journey uh, with somebody else uh, so that they can hear our hearts and help us to journey more closer to you. Be with us and uh, strengthen us this day. And thanks for your love. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a good day. Go out and see Top Gun. It's a good time. And uh, who knows how long it'll be in the theater. So yeah. go enjoy yeah. it. Have a good day, everybody. God bless. Mm-hmm.